Hello, I'm Tyler Smith. And I'm Jen Smith. <laughs> and this is worth playing for, the Survivor <laughs> Podcast. Now, don't... Here's the thing. We got to be careful with that. We are not a Survivor comedy podcast. No, we're not funny, you guys. No, we are not. And we would never think to call our show a comedy <laughs> show when we are ourselves not comedians. Um, anyway, I probably shouldn't take swipes at people. It's not swipes. That's Clarification. True. If That's you came true. here to laugh, leave now. Yeah. This is going to be a very depressing experience. Genuinely, though, I am not funny, nor do I find most things funny. People laugh at me when I'm trying to be very sincere and very serious. Yes, that's it's true. Putting, and yet here we are. Uh, there, whether it be my one of my reasons for asking you out, or just our friends who are constantly laughing, are. What was one of your I, reasons? I'm, I'm reluctant. Okay, I, I'm. So we we go to marriage counseling. That's an okay thing to say, right? In public, absolutely. Okay, and no our, stigmas, man. And go our, to therapy. And our therapist regularly laughs at you. Yeah, when I'm being the most <laughs> sincere. <laughs> yeah, you just can't help it, um, because you're just you. And I, honestly, I think that's something that people find refreshing. And when people are refreshed, they'll sometimes chuckle. Like there's a quality to it. Out of that, awkwardness and uncomfortableness. No, it is not for that reason. Yes. Okay. Well, if that's what you want to think about people, <laughs> that's fine. Um, but anyway, okay. But we're not comedians. No, we are not. This we is are, not uh, the funny one. What? Right. Yes. Nor are we pros. Let's put that out there again. That's uh, that's very true. You should listen to Rob if you want the pro opinion. Mm -hmm. The pro opinion. That's what we call it. Oh, boy. Anyway. Um, see, not see, funny. See, that's the kind of thing you can expect <laughs> here at Worth Playing For, the other one. Um, okay. So, uh, and I and as far as uh, admin, I will say that, uh, sorry for the inconvenience, uh, I did not realize when we started up the show again that iTunes had removed us uh, after a year and a half they of inactivity. They unfriended us. No, they're still, no, they're still, we're friends again. Don't worry. So Everything's just hit fine. Us. Yeah. Yeah. They hit us because we were being too political or something. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so oh. once everything, you know, once we refreshed the feed and added new content, we're, we are now back on iTunes. I looked it up. We're there. All our reviews are there. Past episodes are there. So you, if you looked uh, for us last week, yeah, we weren't there. And if you are listening to us from the website now, because we weren't there last week, rest assured, you can, you can now head on over to iTunes and finding us wherever your podcasts are. Exactly. Uh, so, okay. This week's episode of Survivor David versus Goliath. Season 37. Episode two. Yep. All right. All right. Story checks out. Um, <laughs> so, uh, not, okay, not a lot going on with this episode. Only one challenge to talk about. The rest snooze. of it was... I I don't think it was a snooze. There was a twist there at the end uh, where somebody got voted out. I, I mean, it was a full-on blindside, and the person really did not see it coming. That, it was a hashtag blindside. It was a hashtag blindside. I'm pretty sure that Keith's son, Wes, was the first one to do that really? on the show. He said... Because it was a few years ago, and Twitter was, was kind of a new thing. Or after, like, did 
did the thing along the bottom on the screen say hashtag blindside before that? It did, but he's so because as a fan, he saw that. Right. He was the first one to verbalize it. Yeah. He said, how the heck do you remember that crap? Because I remember, uh, taking laughing at it and then hearing yeah. the pros. Yeah. Acknowledge it. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. Him saying, I don't want to get hashtag blindsided. And <laughs> yeah. because, and also, in in one of the classes that I was in at the at the time or uh, shortly thereafter, I remember referencing it because we were all talking about how TV shows wait at UCLA yeah yeah so again it wasn't happening at the time but like later okay we were talking about how the way TV shows have will gain a fan base and will start to acknowledge that fan base and this was a situation Bachelor where Nation Bachelor Nation apparently oh okay what does that entail. That's the fan base. Oh, that's the fan those, base? Those shows. And the show Hannibal has fanables. Yeah. <laughs> and when you go to Comic-Con, you go to the Hannibal panable. That's yes! actually true. Yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> oh, I just want to go. Um, well, it doesn't exist anymore, but because Hannibal's over. But I think you would enjoy it. It's a very dark show. I'm trying to think of other things. Of other things to do with Hannibal? Yeah. Can you draw in a Hannibal coloring book with a cranable? You could, except they're, it, they're crayons. Yeah, cranable. <laughs> uh, you could say anything. Yes, except that it's a panel. Right, but no, it's, it's crayon. It's C-R-A-Y-O-N. That's not like, how you say it. Cranable. I try to say I try to say it with two syllables, but that's me. So to get back to it, um, I think the episode was interesting insofar. No, we no, saw... no, Let's start at the beginning. Okay. They just hand them tarps and fire making kits. Yeah, which I guess speaks to how horrible the weather was, or how dumb the producers have gotten. Like. <sighs> What's the point of survive? It should just be called camping. I mean, I guess that's kind of what it is. Worth playing for the camping podcast. I do feel like, do you remember? Um, I think it was all stars. It was an all star season, but I don't remember if it was all stars specifically where they didn't give them anything because it was built on the idea that, well, you guys are back. So you should know how to do this. Like the idea of producers scaling back on what they give people, those days are over. Now I think the concept of the survival, I think they play that down because they don't want people complaining about that. They would rather get people talking with each other and, and no the game. better way to do that than to have it rain and all be stuck in one shelter. Right. But that's, yeah. So nature kind of did them a favor, but I do feel like. So why undo that? I don't know. Just. I think if also. If you're going to do that, then just feed them three meals a day and call it big brother. Like, where does it stop? You know? Yeah, that's it's true. It's arbitrary. It's dumb. I honestly, I also feel like after one medevac. And a situation where people can't get a fire started, which means they can't boil water. Not a that there's cyclone. A, yeah. Not that there's any shortage of water. I forget who we saw last week was drinking I think water. Elizabeth. I think, I think so too. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, I think they're they literally could about take their canteen and like funnel a leaf into it and yeah. have full things of probably very good 
very good cold literally water. fijian yeah. water um but yeah it's uh it doesn't it doesn't bother me the way it bothers oh, you it there are things me. that i'm a purist about that's not necessarily one of them um it is to me they've learned enough not to give them like pillows and stuff anymore sure like oh, that yeah. one season where someone basically had a whole you know swiss family robinson house yeah. and the other tribe had nothing that was boring it was the, I, I i think it was season like 13 or it 14 where it was it was the have and have nots that's not what it was called but that was the idea right. was the more you won the more you got and then right. the more you got the more you won right and that's snooze in its own way it's kind of, this is kind of turning into that except exactly not because the producers are helping them but just because it's david versus goliath and i hate to say it but in survivor goliath tends to win backfiring yeah um but we're but we'll in in saying that we're kind of jumping ahead to the challenge which is frankly so kind of all fine about with the me. social game leading up to that i feel like yeah. it's just catching us up yeah. on where everyone stood and there are some things where they simply confirmed what we already knew. Natalie did not throw us for any loops. She she doubled down on who she is. Other char uh, characters, other people tried to give her a chance, and she wasn't having it. Jeremy's like, hysterical. Yeah, it's. <laughs> that woman's been married twenty four years. Yeah, which I means mean, someone, someone loves, loves her. her as she, she is. is. <laughs> which means she's not changing. That, and then the moment when he's talking with Mike, and Mike has this yeah. the fishing spear. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna need you to do <laughs> that, and make sure you don't stab yourself in the foot." Nice long pause, and he goes, "I'm kind of bossy, right? I'm I'm kind of bossy, aren't I? I got to work on that." And like, and that is, he is self awareness. That's self awareness, you know. Uh, and I wonder how often that happens where somebody who does know the game and has some level of self-awareness, like they're tired, they're hungry and something comes out and then they realize, Oh, that's not a good way to play the game or be with people. I better apologize. Then there are other people that do not do that. Yeah. You know, do you think speaking of therapy, it's not about the rupture. It's about the repair. Okay. I kind of don't here. I don't know that you get the opportunity for repair with strangers. That's the thing. If there was, if there was a longer pause or if he apologized later that day, I think at that point it's too late. But in that but moment, I think it was about something not gameplay related. Like, so bring this to the larger question. If, Goliaths win until mm -hmm. the merge and there's no swap, which there will be because clearly the producers can't keep their hands off the show. Right. But she would have been there that let's say she gets swapped. Right. But she continues to be on a win. Will she have enough time to repair if she suddenly became self-aware? It's, I think she it's, won't. I think it's possible, but the, the problem is so like, let's look at Nick on the other side. Repaired repaired he had time to do it but he also is young and in shape i hate to speak ill of natalie in that way but she's an and older woman thing, and she doesn't repaired with christian really sure it's hard to know i mean, I mean they're I mean, the mason dixon right but <laughs> alliance but nobody was putting his name out there this time true you know yeah. so yeah uh i do think that maybe the loss of pat meant a loss of muscle 
and suddenly people are like, okay, we got to hold on to this, the muscular people where we can. And isn't it interesting that Nick, who's in pretty good shape, is now aligned with people who are not? You know? No. I what? don't agree. You don't? Okay, what, what don't you agree with? I don't think he's like this Mondo in shape guy. No, he isn't, but he's young. He's a nerd among nerds. I think he registers amongst them as a stronger person in challenges. He doesn't do anything around camp, but people don't seem to be talking about that. He anymore. didn't day one. Yeah. Who knows now? But, but yeah, I would say that's repaired with Christian and I think now with other people as well. But, yeah. But Natalie, she just doesn't have much to bring to the tribe. Well, no, even as they're redoing the shelter, she's sitting there watching. Right. She's just not self-aware. You can have all of those other faults. Though she did, when when word got to her that her name was being thrown out by John, of all people. Um, yeah, she became a petulant child who threw a fit. But her her reasoning was interesting. It surprised me, but it's not the worst reasoning. She basically was saying, I don't understand why you think I'm a threat. And it's not that anybody thought she was a threat, but what she's saying is, no, you, we need to be voting out people that can that are threats at the end. Like she's making that argument, which is a very modern survivor argument to make. Like the why weakest, is that surprising though? Uh, because honestly, I didn't think she was that smart. Um, like that's the one argument she can make is, hey, keep me around because I'm not doing anything. You know, like good for her for being not self-aware, but aware enough of how the game is played now um, to, to realize the only argument she had is that one. Anyone applying for the show is a fan. But as I so think getting you said, there is not hard. Then she went on to say, you guys are playing like a bunch of idiots. Why are you doing what early survivor does and getting out the weakest first? Yeah. She threw a fit. Yeah, it's and that's the thing is I think you said last week last week that being a fan of Survivor doesn't mean you're going to do well on it. No, and so no. she has shown herself to be a remarkably bad Survivor player, which is why in that one moment her identification of the one defense she had was surprising to me. I won't say impressive because, like you said, it's obvious, but and but even the way she uh, executed it was not. That was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But she's going to be around a while because I don't think Goliaths are going to lose anytime soon. They could swap next week. She could be on a losing tribe and she will be out. All of the Davids would hate her, too. Yeah, they would. Um, unless, she doesn't fit in with anyone. That's the thing. If there was a swap and she realized, oh, now is my chance to start fresh and be a better person. But when Jeremy said, hey, you need to work on this, and she just was not having it. It was just great. Like, okay. And then he literally took a deep breath in, tried again, like lowest common denominator. Yeah. Hey, you're black. I'm black. Can we connect on something? Can you please listen to me? And that seemed to be the thing that got to her the most to the degree that any of it did is he said, I, we, I'm looking out for you on this level. Yeah. And, but she still wasn't Disagreed having with it. him. Yeah. It is, uh, 
it does make you wonder though, from a casting standpoint, like how she got to be on the show. I wonder if they always just need a villain. And to a certain extent, I think they're like, well, she's interesting TV. Let's just throw her in and see what happens. Yeah. It's that's a social true. experiment. Yeah, that's true. What fascinates me is that she seemed so untrusting of Jeremy. Yeah. But her argument was, I don't trust you in what you're saying. I'm trusting these other eight people to tell me that they all actually do like me. Right. And the one, and when he says, why do you think this? And yeah. she's like, well, because it just is. Yeah. And it's like, if that is the, if you can't point to it, and maybe she did in, 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 you know, cut footage, but when you can't point to a specific reason aside from, well, it just is. Yeah. Especially when it comes to relationships. I feel like that's a bad sign. It's not only that you can't find an argument. Her argument is because I say so. I'm like, okay, CEO. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is. She's the worst survivor player I've seen in a while. Mm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. so. Uh, elsewhere and listeners, this is where you can get involved. What actor does Christian remind you of? Who he reminds is us he, of somebody, guys? and I can't place it. It's somebody when his eyes get all big, yeah, and he's he, like staring intently in his confessionals at the camera, and is very passionately yeah. talking about something. He is somebody. Yeah. He definitely reminds me of someone and I, and I can't place it. And I think it's probably the same person and he has a, he does have a very specific look to him. So listeners in the comment section, if you think of, if you can figure out who we're thinking of, which incidentally we can't, uh, please but we put will it in the know comments. It if you say it, Oh, well, uh, no question about it. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but Christian is, I think, doing the opposite of what Natalie is, is doing. He realizes that from a physical standpoint, he doesn't contribute much. He contributes a lot with puzzles, but if there's a physical component to the puzzle, like there was this time, there's not much he can do. Here's the thing though. It also really just depends on what tribe you're on. Like Cochrane got bullied by Ozzy and yeah. the, you know, the mean girls, super click yeah. of that tribe. If Christian was on Ozzy's tribe, I mean, he would be eviscerated at this point. Right. But they all find him delightful. Yeah. And I do think that it's, I think they're genuinely impressed by his ability with puzzles. Like the fact that he could, they still, they lost last week. Not even just puzzles, like his comment at tribal. Yeah. His ability to verbalize something perfectly. Yeah. Is something that people can, I think, understand. And not a typical quality of an algorithm writing nerd. That's the thing is that while some of his cadence might be very, uh, I believe I, I compared him to like Jesse Eisenberg, but specifically in something like the social network, exactly. just, he talks super fast, but he isn't, he isn't necessarily socially awkward when he's talking with other people. Like there's a charming quality to him. <laughs> Gabby, do you want to play this game? What do you want to play in the sand? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's like, do you want to, uh, yeah. Do you want to play with me? He goes, what, what like in the sand? <laughs> like, um, yeah. And it, uh, and Gabby seemed really weird in that, in that moment. Oh, she was totally paranoid and freaking out this episode. Yeah. But in that moment between them, I almost felt like, 
are they like falling in love or something? It just felt very intimate, but it's because no, but it's because they're in their alliance, whatever yeah. they called it. Did oh, they yeah. name it? I don't remember if they named it. Did they decide Nick, they Nick need- is the one that names oh, his alliances. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so they defined it. It is platonic. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and admittedly Christian in his confessional right after he said, like, she is so desperate. She was like basically begging. It's like, okay, so that's the situation. She's yeah. like appealing to him on a very intimate, not that type of intimate, yeah. but a very vulnerable level. And it's just yeah, because she was paranoid. Yeah. Um, that was just paranoia speaking, not even Gabby. Yeah, that's true. And she did seem like, she seemed like she was going to break down into tears at any moment. Um, and I, I guess she started was to. being very vague and just saying the yeah. weakest player. Right. And so this is something she, we started talking about. I'm right. sorry, you were going to say something. She probably weighs 97 pounds wet. And that's, yeah. So, you know, there was a blind side in which Jessica mm-hmm. went home and she was very surprised mm-hmm. as, but, and I think you said the, the nerds won. Yeah. Even before they said it in the next time on. Yeah. But what gets me is, guys. <laughs> is that it's, it's the David tribe. Mm-hmm. You can't be talking about voting out the weakest player because there are a lot of them. Yeah. They will band together. Yeah. If you start getting, if they start getting wind that like, well, wait, who's the second weakest? Because if it's me, uh, I need to make sure it never gets to me, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like it was a, it was a bad call on, on Carl's point. He was yeah. the one kind of leading that charge. And I think. Because if you said to the hot tribe, let's vote out the hottest one. Right. I'd be all like, hell no. Well, because, you know, on a, on a hot tribe, they'd, all, they'd like, all say like, I'm first. We're all hot. Yeah. 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 This can't be how we're voting. Right. So like, and if that is how you are going to vote, you want to try and kind of keep it secret, but B and Carl were just super obvious about it. I was very, very unimpressed with B this entire episode. Yeah. I just, I don't think she's a strategic thinker. She struggled right physically in the challenge. She threw them way behind. And then what was it that she did in the middle? Um, oh, when they, when they were feeling discouraged and then she was trying to like pick them up and she never said we, she said said, you, you guys need to change your attitude for the future as if like, Hey, I know I'm getting voted out tonight. So let me just give you some parting words. It wasn't team oriented. Right. That was very odd. And it was almost this idea. It's like, you guys need to do this. Obviously I already have, uh, I'm already where I need to be. You need to be where I am. Um, yeah, it could go either yeah. way. I'm yeah. either out or I'm so in like Flynn. I don't even need yeah. this talking to. Yeah. And so I think. And then at the end during tribal when Jessica did get blindsided. Yeah. She like turned around. I was like, what, what just, just happened? happened? Yeah. No. Keep a fo- poker face. Yeah. You internally freak out. You don't freak out on the outside. That's ever. her. That's her. That is her issue. She has a very, from a strategic standpoint, she just has a very bad poker face. I don't even think it occurs to her to have a poker face. Right. She might have one. Probably. She doesn't yeah. even bother with it. And I was trying to think like if she had simply said, Hey guys, we, I'm sure we're re- really discouraged, but we are stronger that like that can be, it's like, Hey, we're all together. Everyone together. 
or if she in rather than say you need to do this the way you can say you is you guys are stronger than you think you know it's at least encouraging but it still separates you from other people i think on the heels of people. being the weakest one at a challenge that is still a bad yeah take on it man those challenges i wouldn't if somebody ever said like if there's ever a situation where the entire challenge hinges on one person, which does happen in a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And someone says, I need it to be, we should have it be you. I'd be like, no way you are not. I, I can't be in that position. But then of course you can't say that, but I certainly wouldn't volunteer and I could see her having volunteered for it. I honestly think, you know, amongst friends and family, everyone asks like, okay, would you apply to be on the show or what's keeping you from applying? It's straight up the challenges for me. Hmm. I know that I would be bad socially, but I would try. And even if I went on and got voted out first because of social reasons, hey, at least I like gave it a go. Yeah. I know for sure I could handle being hungry and tired and wet or hot. I could deal with like the physical elements of it. I think I would unravel if I got too tired. But again... Right. I could overcome that. Like those two elements looking like an idiot on TV, I'm fine with, but there's something about like, you know, I, I don't want to have my chest blurred because stuff popped out. Mm. I don't want to be the last one through an obstacle course or the one that fails. And your whole tribe is standing on the mat going, Oh, John lost it for us. Yeah. It is like gym class every other day out there that is my worst nightmare yeah i definitely i mean i am not a physical person at all you're much more than i am uh it's not that i don't worry about the challenges i just feel like okay i'm not fast and i'm overweight but i can be strong in the way that these challenges sometimes need somebody to be strong especially if it's leg strength but it's that idea that like, what if you're just not as, what if you're not strong enough? Or what if you're less strong than the person that you're going up against on the other team? That's all that matters. You know, it's not, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. And so the pressure is on you. And whether it be, I forget, I think it was Carl last year, last week yeah. who had to dig and yeah. couldn't do it enough Yeah. or be this time who yeah. had to do the ladder and couldn't do it fast enough. Like, an argument could be, I think the D Davids were going to lose this week's challenge no matter what, but if Carl had been a little bit no, faster No, they last were week, only one or two pieces behind at the beginning of the puzzle. At the beginning, but by the end, like the Goliaths had figured it out and the Davids That's, still That was shocking to me. I mean, I understand they have to cut it. They can't show over an hour's worth of... Right. It must have fallen and fallen and fallen over and over oh, again. Sure had the Goliaths gotten anywhere and right. How much of it is editing? Cause we did learn from Reed during his season that literally they switched the order of people scoring to make it seem like it was closer sure. than it was. Sure. There was one where the orange team had gotten just pounded. Mm -hmm. And as we were watching it back with them, yeah, they commented on like, wait, this isn't even how it happened. So when it is a situation like this where one team has all of their pieces up there and the yeah, other has almost like, none, like yeah. you can't even edit around that. That's just a complete decimation. 
Um, sure. And if at one point the Davids had gotten almost all of them up, but that had fallen. Yeah. I feel like they would have shown that oh, moment absolutely. to show like, okay, it was back and forth. Maybe they yeah. almost won. And then Goliath's almost yeah. won. And that's the thing is that, you it know, it sucks. Cause you know, Christian could have just put together the puzzle in 0.2 seconds, yeah. but it's the balancing, right? They if physicalized the puzzle. Yeah. If it's pure, if it's pure puzzle, David's win every time. I think. It didn't last week. Well, but that's the thing is they were two pieces behind. And if, when it comes right down but to it, also, if Carl had, it was physical, there was a physical component to it. Yeah. Right. They had to physically push giant yeah. pieces, but that's the other thing. Like they also had to make up ground and they made up a lot of it. They did. If they had arrived at the puzzle <clears throat> at the same time, they would have won. Right. Um, right. or even just a little bit later, right. Instead of a lot later. Um, so, yeah, I do think that it's, you know, and, and I do think, yeah, good for the producers, because if they just decided, no, the we're going to end with a puzzle because we want to give the Davids a chance. You know, there has to be a solid physical component to things that that puzzle seemed genuinely impossible. I mean, obviously, the Goliaths did it, but, you know, when a puzzle takes an hour, that is an argument could be made that's too challenging. I don't know why you're giving the producers any credit though. Well, because I'd never seen a puzzle like that before where yeah. it's reliant on getting the puzzle right. But there's a, there's a puzzle. No, excuse me. There's a game dude. Like, Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. There's yeah. the one guy who makes yeah. up all the games. Something Kerhoffer. I don't know. Like he used to be, he used to be in the comedy world. And so like a lot of standups he that I know. He is a comedian, you guys. What? Oh, as opposed to you and me and those other people. Right. Yes. Um, but yeah. And wow. What is his first name? Oh, well, his last name's Kerhoffer. Oddly enough, be that cool didn't, if it was Kirk. Kirk, Kirk Kerhoffer. Kirk Kerhoffer. Kirk. Kirk oh boy. Yeah. That's, I sound <laughs> like I'm stuttering. Um, but no, it's just, there are so many components to It's It's always nice when they, when they create something that is new and that was so complicated because it's, it's not, not even new. It's a, they've well, done it in a circle before where someone has to go into the middle and everyone else has to hold and go back out. Right. Yes. But I liked along the line. Like yeah. That. that was great. And this idea that, yeah, it's cause I think when they have to, when they're in the circle, I think it's really just, they have to stack blocks. Yeah. Whereas this was the, this was a puzzle, the puzzle component as well, which yeah. is why I just feel like, Cause there are moments when people were out there and they had gotten the puzzle part of it wrong, you know? And it's like, yeah. Oh, can you imagine trying to keep your balance? And then you get that part of it wrong. Like it was a very challenging challenge. Um, yeah. If you're Larissa, why are you arguing with people at that moment? I, and I just don't think she can help it. Honestly, mm. I feel like Does she's, that that was still out. Well, we don't know. That was after in the show that she found out she was a target. We don't know. Sure. Sure. Um, that could have been after the challenge. Yeah. But I think I'm just bored when there's only one challenge. There's just so much social play. Yeah. I know that you, I mean, I don't live to watch the challenges, but it breaks it up and it shows different yeah. dynamics than just walking here and talking and then walking there and talking. That's why I liked the like, who was naked in the, in the ocean or 
the I think it the was, feather on the nose. Jeremy. Like just show just show camp life. I'm fine with that. I think it's for the first few episodes, whenever they do just one challenge, it's because we, the audience are still getting to know these people. And the best way to do it is not in the challenge. You're right. Um, but no, I do agree. I do think that like the, the formula of get back to camp. Now we're seeing both tribes again. Now it's time for a reaction from last tribal. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. What's going to happen next? Yeah. Reward aftermath immunity yeah strategy vote yeah out yeah i feel like that works really really well and i do think the challenge is just they just they break it up so much it's not even that it's just really upsetting and boring to me when they just hand them a reward yeah that's true and did so there were it was fishing gear this time and it was rolled into the immunity challenge right Yes. That's something that actually bothers me. Yes. Where it's like, they're already You winning. already gave them something. Yeah. A win that- And, that, right, is that what you're saying? A like, win that is oh, the so losers can, don't even get the fishing gear and the winners get to keep a player. No. Right. They're stacking it. Yeah. And with something where the tribes are already kind of stacked in a very specific way, I feel like you can't be doubling up on- prizes are they though let's let's dissect that for a okay. second there's the jessica to the cara there's the mm, there's the nick to the mike like there there are similar kind of people on each tribe yeah but i feel like there are at least Physically. five very solid. I mean, they even kind of broke it down on the Goliath tribe. There are essentially three couples all together. Yeah. Why do you think Allison is on the outs of that? I don't know. I don't know who Allison is. She's the doctor. The, her oh, dad's yes. okay. the doctor. She's the doctor. Right. Um, I'm not sure exactly. I mean, I think honestly, some of it has to do with, a level of attraction. It does definitely sure. have a cool kids quality. It to does. It. Um, and the fact that they're all just very, they're all physically strong. Yeah. Um, so we have Kara and Dan. Kara? Yeah. Kara? Kara, I believe. Okay. Then we have Natalia and, and John, I think. John. Yeah. And then and the third girl. Why did I blame it An- again? Angelica or something like that? Or Angelina. Or Angelina, that's it. And uh, Alec. Yes. Yeah. And like, I mean. Those are the cool kids. Yeah. So on the outs are Jeremy, Natalie. Yeah. Mike White. Mm-hmm. Allison. Yeah. Um, I don't think that dynamic is going to last very long, especially because I do think there's going to be a, a swap. But. Looking at that, like if you look at the cool kids, they are very strong and yeah. they are strong. There, There is not the equivalent on the other side. There are not six strong players. No, there are six nerds. Yeah. Who do we got? Mason Dixon. Right. So we got Nick, Christian, Gabby, yeah. Literasa, and Elizabeth. Yeah. Sixth? There's well, there was five. It was five to four because they lost somebody. Oh, last oh, time. oh. So yeah, there are five nerds. Right. 
and four stronger people. Not nerds. Yeah. Carl, David, B, and Jess was right. So yeah, and and I'm not sure how strong, how physically strong Jess was, but I she seemed fairly athletic. Um, no, she was the cool kid on the nerd tribe. Right. So that's what I mean is that I do think that it is stacked as it was probably going to be given this premise that there is a very strong, at least six on the Goliath tribe. And I don't think that there is a physically strong six no. on the Davids. No, I get that. So it really would have been more interesting if Pat had stayed. No question about it. I don't think he I mean, would have won this John. challenge. What was that? He's not a John. No, he isn't. But that dude is solid muscle. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. He's, he's in very good shape. Yeah. Um, he's ripped. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, oh man, he's going to get so hungry. Oh, undoubtedly. Yeah. I'm sure that... And his muscles are just going to be shredded. I feel so bad for him. That's just, Well, don't worry. I don't think he's going to make it to the end. He can make it far. He's on the Goliaths. That's true. But he's the first one voted out. He's the first one voted out after the merge. Mm. Right? People will look at him and be like, the moment we can, we need to get him out. Meh. Because he could just win immunities. Or he could be a goat. He could be. I ha I'm having a hard time getting a handle on his personality. Well, he's a serious player if he already is pointing at Natalie and thinking she's a goat. Right. That was smart. Yeah. I don't know that he articulated that or fully knew it. He was just like, I want to play with her. I'm sure he knows it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think at this point, if somebody is successful in, in show business, which wrestling is show business. And yeah. I, don't, I don't say that in a negative way. Um, and they come on the show. It's because they're fans of the show. Sure. You know? Um, but again, that doesn't mean you're a good player. True. He might think she might have some strategic move to bring to the table. Not like, Oh, if I can just rein her in, right. She can ride my coattails and be my goat. And even if he saw her as a goat, it's very rare to identify a goat this early in the game and be able to carry that person all the, all the way to the exactly. end. A goat kind of presents themselves usually after the merge. Yes. Um, That's way too long to have to carry somebody. Yeah. And what you should be looking for is a shield. Yeah. And who's a shield? Dan? Dan's a shield. Yeah. No question about it. He's got the showman's thing. Yeah. Word's going to get around about his idol because who he's second biggest and strongest. Who's, oh, who found it? It was Jeremy, right? Jeremy yeah. found his idol. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like Jeremy and Mike are a duo. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think they're going to be okay. Um, what? We just I, established there's a strong six. There are two. But I don't think that strong six is going to hold. When I say strong, I mean physically strong. But I feel like... You don't think they're going to stick together or you think they're going to get swapped? Um... I think they're going to get, I think they're going to get swapped, but even if they didn't, I just feel like they're also trying to think strategically, but I th think that the people on the outside are better thinkers. And yeah. I think Mike or Jeremy could talk their way into 
which or, is why out, next or talk somebody episode, else out of an alliance. Yeah, which is why next episode they reveal yeah. to everyone that Dan has idol. Yeah, I mean that's going to put a big target on his back, and then Kara's going to abandon him. Right, I feel like she would yes. have to. This is like that girl who hung with that guy who told everyone everything. And she was like, this is oh, yeah. over. I can't handle this. Yeah. And it's not like Dan is telling everybody, no, but he's we're not still listening or out. thinking strategically. She right. already told him to bury the idol and he didn't. Yeah. Cause he thought no one's going to think I'm going to put it in the most obvious place. Like, then just how about you this? Watched people dig through bags before. Yeah. Or so you're not allowed to take stuff, but you are allowed to find out about it. Yes. You're allowed to touch other people's personal property. Oh Yes. That's weird to me. I think in the early seasons that was not allowed. And then after a while, um, I see. I I, I wonder if it was always allowed, but people didn't do it. There'd be no reason to look for anything pre-season 12. You know, in season two, somebody looked, there's a guy named Kel who was the second one out and people had like looked through his backpack and found. Oh, the jerky. Or it was like a like a nutrition bar or something like that. And so I think, and somebody found that by looking through his stuff. So I guess it it has happened as early as season two. How did the producers let a nutrition bar through? I don't know. There are, there are conspiracy theories about that. No way that the producers planted it on his, but I don't think they would, you know, even in season two, maybe they didn't plant it, but maybe they turned a blind eye during the inspection and let it through. Maybe to see, to see what would happen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're buying it now that he didn't like smuggle it in that they no, saw he it smuggled like, it in, right. but they let him through or it could just be, it was so early that they didn't really know how to make stuff work uh, or how to search thoroughly and that sort of thing. I don't know. Good point. It's not the, it wasn't the well-oiled machine it is now. Cause I don't understand the wardrobe situation fully still right. to this day. Right. Um, because why would anyone wear jeans onto this show? I know. I mean, Reed strategically not only thought out, but had his clothes custom made. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, I did get around like survivor standards too. Right. Because you can't go in with like wicking, you know, camping. Right materials and so he chose athletic socks that would go up to his knees and then he chose shorts and a hoodie Mm -hmm. and then like thought okay the buff can like go over my head and face like how am i gonna be because that's diverse right like it'll keep you cool enough during the day right how do you stay warm enough at night and then he had his boxers double sewn Mm -hmm. so that you know you wouldn't have to be blurred all the time Though I guess, you know, what? (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, but anyway. Um, Yeah, and and there are articles written about the the choice of wardrobe that obviously they tell you what color to go with. Which is dumb, because you get swapped three episodes in and then it's all confusing. Yeah, but still, in the early days, they need to brand these uh, tribes. One thing that, that has happened that has always bothered me is when Jeff is talking about like, okay, there's this tribe. And let's say there's a tribe that loses the first four uh, immunities. And then they do a swap. And then the the name of that tribe, it has multiple members, but it keeps losing as this tribe is just cursed. It's like, Jeff. No, no. The orange tribe is 
always cursed. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. I guess I'll have to look that up. But the point Do is, he, he doesn't say the color. He says, no, no. He but says, it's always the orange one. Yeah, which is weird. Like, stop using the color orange. <laughs> but it just bothers me. And I understand why, as a host, he needs to talk about that. But when he says, he goes, oh, this tribe, they just can't get it together. It's like, it's a different tribe, man. You did a... You did no, a swap. it's survivor gods and they're yeah, cursed. Yeah, and it's that thing. They're not saging their camp. <laughs> yeah, it's <sighs> there. There are aspects. I, I love this show, but there are aspects to it that are just like, come on, guys. Way too hippy dippy. Or just when they play up whatever kind of melodrama uh, is available, and then if there isn't, they'll make some. Exactly. Um, but anyway, so yeah. Um, I can understand why this episode could be seen as boring, but it's still, it was still interesting in that there it was, was interesting. It was fine. Yeah. I we really thought it was going to go. I thought they were going to, they were going to play it this suggestion that maybe it's going to be Jess. And then in the end it goes the way we all thought it was going to, but it didn't. So I was pleasantly surprised. I literally didn't care at that point. Really? Yeah. I think I, because it didn't have huge implications for Nick and Christian at this point, they weren't going to get in big trouble for voting the wrong girl out. That's true. But there is something to be said that now they are out front five people against three, you know? Yeah. But it's like, Oh, these two clearly made the decision. Maybe the other three don't feel that way though. Yeah, it's hard to know yeah. um, because it was a big blind side. And I mean, we see uh, in the in the next time on, we see Carl crying, you know. Um, and so I, I bet there's if just more rain. It could be. Um, but yeah, it's. I wanted to see more where they each chose to put their fire because that's really crucial. Okay. If you get dry wood and then it rains the next day sure. and you leave all your wood out and it all gets wet and it defeats the purpose. And the flip side is they're trying to make fire like within their shelter. Yeah, you have to. Which makes sense. But on the other hand, part of me is like, what if, what if you just accidentally burned your shelter down? It's too wet. I guess there, yeah, there is that. The, the one dry just place go out. is right there. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so... I'm interested. I'm definitely interested to see what happens next week. I do feel like I give it one more week. And if the Davids lose, I think it's a definite swap the following week. Yeah. Right? It has to be. I hope they do two challenges. Yeah. I do too. It really does. I, we'll see what happens. As I've said, I'm not into challenges as much as you are, but they definitely break up the monotony. And Survivor is a show that is certainly for the players, very monotonous snooze. So, um, we did have somebody find an immunity idol. Uh, David found it by walking around and seeing an orange string from yards away. That was crazy. Yeah. And so good for him for finding it. It looks so fake. It really does, which is kind of neat in its own way. I love that. It's way smaller. Yeah. Because, I wonder if when it's played, people are going to think it's fake or when it's being shown to someone right. for leverage. Yeah. Because you're going to need to show the paper. Keep the piece of paper. Even mm-hmm. when Jeremy found, found yeah, he it said in, like, I saw the paper. It's yeah. real. Yeah. And I wonder if what immediately preceded that was, I forget who he was talking to. Mike. 
I already did too. I don't remember. Yeah. But anyway, I wonder if what immediately preceded that was that doesn't look real. Yeah. And then him saying, no, 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 I saw the paper. But yeah, I, I wonder if the, if, if they're playing into that, that there are so many fake idols at this point that will, they'll make the real one look fake so that it's. Right. And just maybe so that it's more concealable. Like I, yeah. that's why I like that. It's so small. Yeah. But it does. It looks like someone found five beads and yeah, especially because it has the color of the tribe in the thread. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. I kind of love it. And I'm really interested to see if any of that's that, a good producer play. Yeah. Like any of what we just said, I'm really interested to see if it uh, happens. Yeah. I hope it does. Yeah. Um, even if it doesn't amount to anything, just the moment I want someone to say that does not look real yeah. at all. You're not fooling me. Yeah. You know, that's what I want to see. I wonder if they were running into an issue of too many people burning the piece of paper. Maybe. Because there's an incentive or a reason they're trying to keep people from yeah. doing that right now. Because I feel like, I mean, if you found, if you were out there and you found the idol, you found the little yeah. bundle with the string and you pulled it and that was what you found. Yeah. Even if it said this is an official immunity idol, would you immediately, I feel like I would think I don't trust this at all. I would think someone else had made a fake one and put it with the piece of paper yeah. to fool me. Yeah. Someone had found the real one, right. made a fake one right. and put that out there. I would have no faith in that idol at all. I would no. think someone was trying to fool me. Yeah. Yeah. So even though the, the guys, I wonder, but they do seem very uh, hopeful. They definitely seem to believe it is a hundred percent real. Both dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Who found it. And maybe there were moments where they doubted it. Maybe the producers had to say, no, it's, it's real. It's fine. This is so fascinating. They brought up that like women typically don't find it. Right. But like women are typically better lookers than men, but the men just found it. Yeah. I think they were just in a better position to do so. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's interesting. This is, it's the first time that it has occurred. I mean, it didn't occur to me. It's the first time that this, that that has been mentioned on the show Yeah, and I had not thought of it previously and I bet it a lot of other people haven't as mm -hmm, well. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's definitely interesting. Um, I'd say for the most part, I like everybody on the cast. There's Natalie, but beyond that, I think I like everybody. Meh. There, there are people I'm rooting for more. But there are very few people that I was like, I don't like spending time with this person. Sure. Yeah. Um, in past seasons, there there have been one yeah, or two. You want six or seven episodes to go by so those people can go away. Yes. Or in the case of Abby, they just stick around until. Right. Because that is know. disappointing because then they're like, wow, there's so many goats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, good season so far. Some some strong personalities starting to emerge and we'll just see what happens next year. So sorry, next week. Next year. Um, but anyway, so, uh, so thank you everybody for listening. We are back. Tell your friends, I guess, I don't know if your friends like survivor, tell us who Christian's doppelganger yes, is. Please do. We will take any number of submissions. And if you're, no if you've got it right, too stupid. If yeah. you've got it right. $25 Amazon gift card coming your way. No, Why what? Not? I've got one. Well, we'll use it then. <laughs> we'll send you some BP commentaries. That costs us nothing. All right. <laughs> right? No, I think they should get a $25 Amazon gift card. All right. That's actual incentive. Unlike this crap. Because I really want to know. Okay. So here's the deal. If 
So in the comment section yep. of this episode on Battleship yep. Pretension, just yeah, put no. them out there. Don't have it be a shotgun blast. Like, actually, don't just put every <laughs> let's let's limit it to five names per post. No, you can post as many as you want. But if you post Matt Damon, you're disqualified immediately. I guess that's the thing. Yes, you'll, you're probably going to post a long list of character actors that it could possibly be. And don't post Jesse Eisenberg because it's not I him. I said that and it's not him. No. Um, is it Fisher Stevens? It is not. It's not. It would, I would, I would, because I feel like. He's younger than that. Yeah. It will definitely ring a bell. So put your submissions out there. If you win, we'll contact you. We'll announce it on the show, but we'll privately contact you for your address. That's right. And I'll send it to you. So, all right. That's exciting. Oh boy. (laughs) All right. Again, dead serious, but he laughed at me. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. See, that's, um, it's adorable. It's a Smith thing. That's true. Uh, okay. So, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, how do I end this? Oh, yeah, as that's for the right. rest of you, we got nothing for you. Grab your stuff, head back to camp. Bye. Bye-bye. This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension Fleet. <laughs> Use your diaphragm. My diaphragm? What? Is that as low as you can go? Uh, hang on. Yeah, that's about as low as I can go. Hello, Kathleen Turner. <laughs> What's that from? And then, and then she says, hello, Lauren Bacall. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> did you ever, did you ever hear, uh, oh shoot. What's her name from, uh, Mindy Kaling. She does, uh, Scar- Scarlett Johansson talking to Julia Stiles. <laughs> It's, it goes, Julie, I'm really worried about this audition. Do you think I'm going to get it? Yes, Scarlett, I think you're going to get It's because it's the same voice. No, it's not. It's a similar voice. No, 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 no. Well, it is when Mindy Kaling does it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's because she only has one voice. That's true. But anyway. Scarlett's a scratchy. Is it? I don't think of it as scratchy. Yes. She always sounds like she has a cold. Hmm. Her voice cracks. It's like this sexy. I guess that's true. And then I haven't heard Julia Stiles' voice in a long time, admittedly. But I wonder what no, ever happened to her. It's just low. Oh. I wondered that, and then I looked it up. She's in a Bourne movie. Yeah, she was in a couple of them, I think. <laughs> right, yeah. But like, that's how long ago she was yeah. like, in something. That's interesting. Um, okay. Hello, Lauren Bacall. 
All right. So I'm not exactly sure where in the episode we're putting this. Probably after the end. Um, 20 dwarves. 20 dwarves. What do the 20 dwarves do? Do you know the rest of it? Took turns doing handstands on the carpet. There. <laughs> My voice yes, hurts. On the carpet? <laughs> um, so, okay. Uh, let's, I guess I'll just uh, get started. <clears throat> they are freaked uh, out. Yeah, I'm sure, yes. Uh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> 